thinking this was some sort of a game? Hello and welcome to another episode, episode six of 49 Undefeated. I'm Silent Noise and this week I'm joined by Michelle. How you doing? Hi, good to see you. How are you? Riding riding high off of today? Of course, of course, man. The game, I mean, before it all started, no, like literally before the game gets, gets going, all the nerves and all that kind of stuff kicks in, doesn't it? Yeah, and then, yeah. Um, we sat there in a cold sweat going, yeah. do I really want to sit through this for 90 minutes? That's I it. don't know. Will Harry Kane continue to be as rubbish as he has been <laughs> against the other Oh my God, he looked like he... he didn't want to be there, didn't he? He just looked like he'd given <laughs> yeah. up. It doesn't look good for them at the moment. It doesn't look good, but it hey. really doesn't. <laughs> it's for great us. for us. It worked for us. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. 3-1 yeah. to Arsenal. Man. How do, yeah. you, how do you feel about it? How do you feel about it? I was, <laughs> right. When we scored the first goal, I was like, right, calm down. Calm down. It's like 11 yeah. minutes. Yeah. And um, just in the build-up, um, Tony Adams had been talking about Saka and Emil Smith-Rowe being the future of the club. And sure. seeing them link up for that goal, I was like, oh, my God, it's really happening. And then I thought, oh, no, we're going to do something stupid now, aren't we? Like, I was like party's going to get injured or Ramsdale's yeah. going to come out and hit someone in the head or something. Anyway, and we didn't. So we got to two, then we got to three. And I was like, oh, oh, this is it. And I was, re- <laughs> I was sort of hope we'd go for a fourth. But mm. I was quite impressed with the game management because I think old Arsenal would have gone for a fourth, done something stupid and ended up at 3-3 or something like that. Yeah. Whereas Arteta and the players obviously just decided to say, you know what, we've scored enough. Let's just sit back. They have to play now. Let them come at us. And I think the way the game was managed is the best I've seen it in a while. And then That's the thing. there was a lot That's of shouting. Thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, like literally exactly the same. Like after the after the first goal, I was just like, okay, it's early doors. Like we've, we've, got, we've got a goal. Like we've, we've scored in the first half. We've got a goal. Let's not get too happy and let's just see what happens. But they, they were blitzing them like literally from the from the first like 15 20 minutes of that game I was thinking they don't look at it like we every um every ball that was there to be run for we were like straight on it straight at them all the time it was just like okay this is looking promising yeah and then and then I was thinking the same thing it was like okay we got we got the the first goal the second and then I was like okay what are we going to do here? Like, I was like, are we going to do an Arsenal? Are we? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think as well, like we have seen Arsenal really come out of the blocks and play really well for the first 20 minutes and then just throw a game away after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was kind of cautiously <laughs> holding on. Yeah, yeah. And then after about 20 minutes, they did sit back a bit because you, you can't continue to play at that pace for the whole 90. Yeah. Like you kill over and die, I think. But yeah. um But I'm so used to them having those spells of 10 or 20 minutes and then just... You know, I don't mm. don't want to phrase it with any swear words, but like <laughs> putting it up a wall, so to speak. Yeah, and actually, yeah. they, they they didn't. They just just toughed it out a little bit better yeah. today. Um, I wasn't surprised that that we didn't kick on that much more in the second half because you we all know Nuno was going to take those boys into the changing room and put a rocket up their backsides because yeah, there was no sure. way they could continue <laughs> like that. Yeah, and you know, sure. we all knew it would be a different Spurs that came out in the second half, and, and Arteta and, and the team were ready for that. They knew. Mm-hmm. And they went, well, let's keep doing what we're doing and we'll adjust as and when we need to, when we see whose birds are going to put on. And 
I think the other thing that made me feel quite good about the game was looking at the bench. There were players for us that we could have bought off the bench to change the game if we needed to. Yeah. yeah. Thankfully, we didn't need to, but I looked at that in comparison, comparison to the Spurs bench and I was like, they've pretty much filled it between the 11. They well, could at this point, yeah. Well, let's let's so, have a look at it. Like, um, when the team lineups come out, what was your initial thoughts to, like, looking, at, looking at who was playing? There were a lot of rumours that Leno was going to start, wasn't there? And people going, oh, God, oh, Ted. There were a lot of rumours because Hansi Flick was there as well. And he was the uh, he's the only German player on either of those teams. Yeah, yeah. Which might explain why he didn't look very happy about being <laughs> yeah, on the bench, like, frantically chewing gum. But yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm really thankfully, pleased that I didn't, I didn't yeah. want him to. I wanted Ramsdale to continue playing Me in too. goal because he's done so well. And, and it, it, it suddenly looks like a back four. <laughs> are developing a relationship and starting to work together. Do you know what? We've had, what, three or four years now of a constantly changing backline, a three, a five, a four, never the same players. Like, yeah. So I do understand why Lennon's not been able to perform in the way that he's capable of, mm. but we have a back four and they are settled and I think that's half the battle won. That's it, Our midfielders, yeah. I mean, the midfielders still going to have to track back and help out, but they don't really have to worry about what's going on behind them now. Yeah. And they can think about pushing forward and pro- providing the strikers with mm. with the service that they haven't been getting because they've been tracking back, trying to fill gaps in the defence. So having that back four in, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I difference. think there's no clearer case in that than um, Ramsdale's confidence when he's distributing the ball. He's not yeah. worried about who he's passing it to, whereas you, you can... You can you can see it from Leno. Every time he gets the ball, he's like, "Oh man, I don't yeah. trust you. I can't. I can't pass I, to you." Yeah, but, but I, I think Leno's a really that. good keeper. Yeah, I no, he, he doesn't. He's good. confident. Mm. He's, he's. I think Leno is good. Um, and you know, when you've had David Luiz playing in front of you for the last <laughs> few years, you're not going to have confidence <laughs> in anyone, are you? But um, Ramsdale is solid. He knows who his more technical players are. He knows Gabriel's got the aerial stuff covered. Yeah. Um. I think, well, I'm going to be really honest, I was really upset when Bellerin was going, I know he's not our best mm. player, but he uh, he's a big part of the he club. He gets it, he um, gets it, doesn't he? He gets it, he does. And I was a little bit apprehensive about Tommy. I didn't. I, I do watch a lot of Serie A, but I didn't know much about him. I knew that, that okay. some other teams, like you, Juve were looking at him, getting him from Bologna, sort of Leicester. Leicester mm-hmm. makes some quite good signings. And I was a bit like, oh, have we just randomly signed someone to fill the gap? But he's good. I really like him. See, I didn't. I didn't he's know. He's bigger much than about I thought him. he was. Yeah, yeah he yeah. is. He is. And he's I, big, I didn't he's know. Strong. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know he's... much about his play, and I was just like, he, he's coming, <laughs> and I've literally, I'm just watching him cold now, and I'm. Yeah. I'm, everything I'm seeing from the guy, I'm just like, yep, yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense for a sign like where we are right now. It doesn't make sense going for a name type player when we can get this guy who's doing a job, and he he seems to be like fighting for the cause, like battling hard. He's... He's quick, he's strong, he's good in the air, he's, he's six yeah. foot two. And he's pretty speedy for a big guy as well, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that's something Arsenal defence has been really lacking for a long time, that mm. physicality. And yeah. Tierney's bought it with him a bit, but there's only so mm-hmm. much he can do by himself out on the left. Yeah. And um, that's the thing, know, it's Gabriel's that balance, back in the mix. hasn't it? Brought <coughs> that balance back to the right-hand <laughs> side a, a little bit as well, hasn't it? Like, Everything now we was can going play down the left for so long, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Balance is the key thing. And again, um. Adams was was um, doing the halftime commentary with with Ledley King and um, oh, Graham yeah. Souness, um, <laughs> and actually the the words that Adams used and he's right is that it's a balanced squad now and it yeah. makes 
such a difference. It does. It Even does. though Soonest didn't want to concede that we'd played well and just went on about how bad Spurs had been. He that just guy, refused to he's admit. Just sour, that sourness, sourness, man. Bit of Betty. <laughs> so um, Gary Neville, full of praise. So oh, really? You can get G Nev praising you. I think you're all right. You See, know, I was streaming. But... I was streaming like a, a like the Dubai stream, so I didn't have none of that. I had um, I had like uh, Keys and Gray talking there, talking their mm. usual nonsense. Yeah, but um, I, I saw the picture of um Adams sitting next to Ledley, grinning away. He just depressed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they come back after half time, and uh, yeah. what's his name? Ed, Ed thing. He goes, so it's three 0 to us, not half time. Tony Adams just sat there grinning away like an absolute <laughs> maniac. I mean, it's oh, good job Ian Wright wasn't in the studio because he would have been on a proper wind up oh, with yeah. everyone. Well, I saw um, a clip of uh, I saw a clip of Wrighty was in another studio with Hoddle, and they were doing another, was. another one. Of course he was. And again, it just it was just fantastic. <laughs> just and he's uh, he's a massive uh, massive soccer fan, isn't he? And um, <laughs> I think he knows Smith Rowe's dad as well, yeah, so he's quite yeah, a big. Yeah, yeah. A meal fan. I bet he was sobbing. I bet he was sobbing with joy. I love it when Ian gets carried away on social yeah, media. It's the absolutely, best. <laughs> absolutely. Man. He's the but best. no, I was, but, uh, I was, I was actually, I was quite happy with the team when it come out. Um, mm. Again, like I'm happy that the back line is staying pretty much as it is, and I think with the front line, I don't, I don't mind if it's Saka, Pepe, or or Martinelli, or. Smith Rowe, chopping and changing. Yeah. yeah, I think there's enough quality there that they can chop and change and share those minutes at the moment. It's the midfield I that I think is, yeah, is going to be the point the, for us. I think up front, it depends who you're playing as well. Like if yeah. you're going to play a stubborn team like Burnley, actually you need Lacazette and his hold-up play. Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. do. But then if you want a team where you can run at them with some speed, that's when you deploy your Martinelli's and everyone. Like I mm. think having that range. The striking options is good, and it does yeah. mean if one of them's not firing, which has been an issue, there yeah. is someone else. <laughs> the midfield, the midfield, we're getting there. But the thing is, I think when you've got Odegaard and Smith Rowe today, Pepe had to be sacrificed. He did. Yeah. There's yeah. no way you're starting the North London derby without Saka. Like, no. Arteta would be vilified by the fans. Yeah. For it. And I think, um, and it's, I yeah. think looking at that first goal, you can see why Saka got that nod because he got he choice, takes the yeah. ball. And he and he pushes it. He, he looks like he's going to come in on his left foot, and then he pushes it onto his re- weaker right foot. But then gets the crossing for um, Smith Rowe. And his his passing accuracy when he dings those crosses across is is scary good. Like you mm. said, you just know where that player is going to be. Like you yeah, just you yeah. don't even have to look. Um, it's intelligence yeah. above his like above his age, isn't it? Is he, he knows he knows exactly then, what to do when. And, and him and Emil have played together for such a long time through the academy and through Hale, yeah. and they, they know each other in the, in the way that Lacazette and Aubameyang seem to know each other. Like yeah. They know where the other one's going to be. For they sure. know when they need to track back and pick up for the other. And if we can keep them both playing together the way they are, I think yeah. it could be a really positive season. It's a shame about Pepe, because I think he's re- since the back end of last season, he's really improved he's massively. On, he? He's, pushed he's on, really yeah. pushed on. But when you've got the amount of midfielders we do with the skill set, someone's going to be dropped at mm. some point and it's never going to be perfect, whether it's someone needing a rest, 
or whether you know Sambi comes in because Jack is on another yellow or something you know whatever the yeah. reason is someone is going to be sacrificed at some point and and they're just gonna have to suck it up a bit yeah. they're gonna have yeah. to earn that place in the starting 11 which I think is a good thing but yeah at the end of the day, you got, yeah. there's not that much minutes with not being in Europe there's not that much minutes between the team but yeah it's a chance for those players that do get called up to show the manager what they can do isn't it yeah, um, Ramsdale said it the other day, actually. He said, it's not the manager's job to pick me. It's my job to keep giving him a reason to pick me. Yeah, and I think yeah, that yeah. spoke volumes. And I yeah. think that's a distinct shift in mindset from some some Arsenal players. And we do still have some in the squad who feel that they just deserve to start because yeah. they're a senior player. Mm-hmm. Um, and with your Sackers, your Smith Rows, Odegaard, Ramsdale, the boys at the back now, they know they've got to earn it. And that, that mentality shift needs to happen for the, yeah, the last yeah. few stragglers, I think. No one's guaranteed minutes. No. Well, no except no. for the back four, I think, and at I the think moment. What, I think that's why the team come out the way they did. Like the, the, the way that first like 25, 30 minutes went where they were just literally just bombing forward. Like you was looking at it like they there's no way they could keep doing this because <laughs> they were all over them. That like totally yeah. swarmed them. From the, from well, like wasn't the it first nice whistle? to actually? It was nice to be there and just put the, the game to bed quite early yeah, doors yeah. and then be able to relax rather than this whole oh god we've got a club back yeah. a two goal deficit. It makes for great viewing, but look, if I don't have a heart attack or minor stroke by the end of this season <laughs> watching this team, you know I can't keep doing well, it. I'm what, getting on a bit now. What it know? reminded me of was um, I don't know if you remember we played Liverpool at the beginning of the season like a few years back and they totally. Or three, didn't we? We went and like they, three and nil they down. Blitzed us like right in the beginning of the game, and it just reminded me of that. Like literally, just go and just kill off the game early doors, and then you know just play and see it out for the rest of. Then do what you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I do remember. I was in Amsterdam at the time. I yeah. had a season ticket, and I obviously couldn't use it because I wasn't there. And I was in Amsterdam, mm. completely legal and above board. I promise. Um, <laughs> yeah. Watching the game in this Dutch bar. And, no one else is there that's obviously an Arsenal or Liverpool supporter and it's got like Dutch commentary and I'm just losing my mind. And <laughs> so I remember that game very yeah. distinctly. <laughs> Quite clear. Very distinctly. But yeah, I'll no. tell you exactly where I was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys. The guys that come through, they've done their thing. Um, Odegaard, I think, played well in that first half an hour. It's like they just didn't know where, who was to stick with him or like do what, pick him up, track his runs or anything. He, he was picking up those nice little spaces in between the lines, wasn't he? And and just, he had the that freedom makes... just to pass the ball left or right, yeah. really. And when you've got like Party and Jacker behind you, you know you're not tracking back doing the defensive work. So he did have that, yeah, that creative freedom. Mm. And I looked at the Spurs midfield today, and I'm not saying because they're Spurs and I don't like them, but I don't <laughs> see a, a creative player there who's giving that, that yeah. front three the service I they mean... need. It's a, it's a bit Who? weird what um what they're trying to do at the moment. I don't quite get it because Hoiberg was their like sitting midfielder last season, and then they kind of sometimes they've been playing him out on the on the like the right hand side. Yeah, they've been moving him around in a yeah, weird way. I don't get it. I don't get it. But I just hey. <laughs> I, I feel like I, I watched the post match stuff and Nuno. You know, Nuno is very diplomatic. He'll never yeah. vilify his plays in public, but he kind of said or alluded to the fact that he'd given them clear instructions and they didn't do it. They did not oh. understand the assignment in the same way that Arsenal did, you oh, know? Okay, really? He, he didn't say it in so many words, but sure. you could tell he was definitely very <laughs> frustrated yeah. that 
But then, I mean, I said it right at the start of watching the game. Hugo Lloris walked out of that tunnel and that was a man with nerves all over his face. And he likes to do what I call Hugo Howlers. So he does this thing (laughs) where he's either brilliant or terrible. It's like watching Squilacci at the back, you know. (laughs) And um, I thought, I took one look at his face and I went, we're going to get some Hugo Howlers today. That is not a man who was confident of that back line in front of mm. him. Gone are the days where he had Vertonghen and Aldevilleroad. I, I don't yeah, even yeah. know what was going on back, but he just looked extremely nervous and genuinely yeah. quite anxious. And well, what, you could I, see um, it. <laughs> and I thought, oh, God. A, they had Sanchez, didn't they? They brought Sanchez back in. And I, I don't swear Bamiyang had a good <laughs> game against him the, the last time. And I was like, oh, thank God you brought this guy back in because this is going to be fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just ran right, you know, and it just and also there were times. I mean, we gave it a good go, but I still thought we had another gear or two we could have gone through if we really yeah, yeah. needed to, you know. And and when you're getting to 55, 60 minutes, and the flat fans are already doing the olés for the passes, <laughs> they went full Barcelona. They so just bore everyone to tears. But but yeah, Luis did not look confident or comfortable at all. And mm. when he's the club captain, if if you've got players who haven't played in the North London derby and your club captain is walking out with that kind of body language yeah, and demeanour, yeah. it's yeah. never a good sign. It's, it's not, never a good sign. Whereas the Arsenal boys just rocked out like, yep, we're going to yeah, do it. They, they just exuded it, didn't they? Loved it. Yeah, um, but yeah, Hugo worried me. So, well, he didn't worry me, actually. bought me a great deal of joy because he doesn't yeah. play for my team. So <laughs> it's fine. But that was a man, he, he looked on the edge today. <laughs> but also Kane, like, he... Um... I think he only had like one chance in the first half that I can recall where um it, I think it was a header <laughs> from the corner yeah. and and it just went wide but throughout the throughout that first half it was just nothing I was just looking at him age. like okay you don't look like the same player like he doesn't he's he's despondent he doesn't want to be there mm. you know I've, this guy put a stat up after about 20 minutes, in the first 20 minutes of the game, they listed the six players on the pitch that had the least touches on the ball. Yeah. Harry Kane was top of that list. He touched the ball twice in 20 minutes. His wow. own keeper had touched the ball more than he had. Wow, okay. Probably digging it yeah. out the back of his Actually, neck. Actually, I saw a stat going into the game where he's like literally touched the ball about, I can't remember if it was like 12 or something, or even less than that times for Before, the course yeah. of all the other games was just like wow before today's game he had played 288 minutes of football and had three shots and no goals yes keep that going keep (laughs) keep that going please yeah (laughs) well even Aubameyang scored some come on guys I know I know he's he's finding form again now isn't he well he was running the way like the last couple of games he's been running into the channels and his his body language and everything yeah it's looking it's looking better isn't it yeah, I mean, I, I was worried about him. There was all the issues around how much money he was getting paid and not performing. But then we need to have, like, his mum died last year. He had malaria. Mm. That's not something you get over really quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, captain of a club where the fans are very quickly and clearly turning on, on them and the manager. It's going to take its toll, but he looks a lot happier. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think he, the team he, he seems to be getting his group back. Yeah. I think do. it's refreshing to see, like, the guys playing with a bit of, smile and a bit a bit of something about them rather just, than the pressure they're enjoying them yeah 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 and yeah, i think and that's because a lot of them are young <laughs> as well isn't it like a lot of them because they've got that, that youth around in the team it's just like we can we can express ourselves a bit more 
Yeah, and, and these are players, your Sackers and Smith Rose and, and everyone who have come through the academy. They've come through the Arsenal way through Halen. Yep. Mm. Offers have been made for them both by other clubs, and they've chosen to stay. So they they clearly believe in in the club and and the mission. And yeah, you know, and I just yeah, seeing them looking happier. And I know, I know a lot of people are like, oh, you've only beaten Norwich and Burnley, and they're bottom of the table, and yeah. that's fine. But that momentum counts for a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was worried a few days ago that if we were to lose the North London derby, that it would be back to square one, like we yeah. were after the Brentford game. That is that um, is the thing, isn't it? It's like you wanted to keep it going because, and especially in a game like this, because of the the last games, it was like okay, when you was up against the the top four teams, it's like okay, you knew you was gonna get beat, but then. Now we played, then we played the lesser teams and it's like, oh yeah, but it's only them and it's only them. But it's like, at the end of the day... You've got to get those we, three points. We've got to get the three points. And if we lost today, it would have been, ah, there you go. You come up against another test and you you bottle it again. Mm-hmm. You fall at the hurdle. But no, that's why it's so important <laughs> to have that momentum and have that going into the game so we can keep the pressure up and, you know, keep the intensity in, in the players' heads and all sorts. I think this was, this was a very, very, very important game, not just because it's the North London derby, but mm. it was big for the players and it was huge for Arteta. Yeah. Huge. Oh, you and could I'm see, really couldn't glad. you? Like, I, don't think he he was, so I don't think he was egging that on or overdoing it. I think he was like really... He's like, quite understated as a manager generally, I find. like he's quite So it, it, you can see it means a lot to him. Mm. I think it's, it's definitely bought him some more time. Sure. No. But you <laughs> know, sure. six, six games in, we've won three and lost three. So have Spurs. Yeah. After yeah. we'd lost three games, people were bawling for Arteta's head. Where are the media now on Nuno? Yeah. They're not. They're just like, oh, well, he's a new manager settling in. Yeah. yeah. It's it's not the same attitude that well, Arteta no, I mean, gets. The, the media, the media, the way the way things are with Arsenal, it's always treated as more of a banter thing isn't it like literally everything we do is comical and it's all blown out of proportion every time we lose anything anytime anything happens to do with arsenal it's like okay let's put a micro like a a magnifying glass on this and poke it and make fun out of it kind of thing that's someone was saying the other day actually though after the chelsea loss um, and obviously Chelsea beat Tottenham, didn't they? Mm. People were going on about how that Chelsea weren't that good and we were just that bad. But the attitude was different to the Tottenham game. Chelsea were just absolutely amazing and outclassed them. It's like, no, mm. they lost by more than we yeah, did. Yeah. They lost by three goals. We lost by two. Like, the, the, yeah, the it's, attitude in the media towards like, the club um, is even, not great, is it? It's not. It's not. Even in I watched the Chelsea versus um, City game yesterday. And yeah. Aubameyang probably did as much as what Lukaku did in their game against City. And no one mentioned how how little Lukaku affected that game whatsoever. It's like, I think he only had like two touches, two or three touches in that game, and he didn't do nothing. But <laughs> because it's Lukaku and Chelsea, it's going to be like next week, oh, he'll be back up to it. And But if Aubameyang has a game like that, it's, oh no, this guy is not interested. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, with Aubameyang, he's, I, I do really like Aubameyang. I think he's great, and I think he plays really well for his age, and he's made it really clear he wants to see out his time at the club mm. Like earlier. He did an interview with Smith Rowe, and he was talking about his his kids hopefully one day getting to train at Highland and stuff oh, like okay. that. So, like, he clearly loves the club. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I'll be honest, though, I don't think he's captain. He's not. He's, th- he's definitely not. He doesn't lead the team in the sense that when we're when we need something, if our backs up against the wall, we need a player to do to drag yeah. and galvanize that team. He's definitely not that kind of player. Um, yeah. I, like is, he's he's great for the media stuff and from a fan yeah. perspective, and I understand why the choice was made. But I, I but now he's in a position where they're not, they're not going to take the captaincy off of him, no, and no, he's done nothing to warrant it being taken off of him. No, but it's just if that, it was okay. me, I'd be giving that armband to Kieran Tierney. T- Tierney, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big think, KT at the, the majority, back. I think the majority of fans recognise that he has to be up there as like the the leading contender to take that. I mean, though Gabriel's looking like he's got a bit of something about him as well. Yeah, yeah, you he's know? putting, he's putting, he's putting it in. And at the end of the day, <coughs> I think it's, it's, what's weird is because Bellerin is only on loan, and he would naturally, because of the length that he's been at the club, you would assume he would next be next in line to take that captain. And he occasionally would do it when Aubameyang wasn't yeah. playing, wouldn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I, yeah. Oh, heck he be. Oh, I'm worried about him. He's been good at Betis, though. So. Has he? But, Have you caught yeah, much of it? Yeah. yeah, he got a, um, I think he got an assist the other day, I think. Okay. I but he's been looking quite good. They're quite happy See, with him. It's, it's a weird one. He does have a bit of a dodgy Tash situation, but... I think he I think he was growing that because he knew he was going back over to... <laughs> he was going to I do really miss his um I miss his interviews and his North London Spanish mashup acts. And he's like, yeah. yeah, we had a really good day today, mate. I'll, I miss <laughs> yeah. it. I do, I do. I do um, I do like Bellerin. I just yeah. feel like it was um I feel like the move was just good for him and club. I think it was the right time to to just do something different. If if and he if this pushes him on as a kid, yeah. Yeah, if this pushes yeah. him on and he comes back <laughs> like training or whatever and and Arteta looks at him and says, you know what? You're back in my team. I, I wouldn't be unhappy about that. I'll be like, okay, yeah, let's see I, what I like him. I mean, but at the moment, he is going to struggle. Tommy Yassi. Tommy Yassi. Tommy Yassi. His stats are good. Like, he's yeah. up there on a par with Van Dyke statistically at the moment, you know. Yeah. Bellerin will struggle to, to start ahead of him if he continues his form. But he has mm. only played a couple of games, you know. Mm. What is going to happen when we play? Cristiano United down the <laughs> down the line, as I like to call them. You know what is going to happen when we play the Liverpool's of this world? Is he going to be able to hold his own back? Just there? over there, did you see the um? Did you see the Aston Villa fans outside the ground? <laughs> Taking <laughs> absolutely. Like, but you know, like that. <laughs> Who was I speaking to the other day? I was speaking to someone the other day. Is that? You don't, you don't need to do that. Like, you don't need to roll around. You are a world-class player. Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. are one of the greatest players we've ever seen. You don't need to roll around on the floor for silly penalties. And to be honest with you, you're you becoming a bit of a joke for it. Yeah, I think and it's going to ruin league, his legacy. Yeah, I think it ain't going to happen league, in this league. The refs, the refs are like they're already not taking that much of a lenient view on half of the stuff that's going on now. So now, well, the Kane call earlier, even Adam said that he went. I think it's a pen, but Kane's well, the overcooked pen. it there, yeah. and he's starting to get the reputation for being a bit of a roll around, yeah. isn't he? You and know? I think if he went down in any other manner, or if it was any other, if that was Son that went down, I think it's a pen. I think we're looking at a pen, but because it's Kane and the way he's gone about things of recent, it's like people are just looking at it like. Mm, Really? Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, but then, 
literally right before Saka scored, he got hacked down in the box. And instead yeah. of going down, he decided to get back up and yeah. pick that. But he could have bought a pen easily there, but he chose yeah, yeah. not to. And, and it's, again, it's a very different it, mindset, even, isn't it? Yeah. Even our um, our second goal, when Hoiberg goes down, goes down before we go on to the other end and score, he goes down in our box, or narrow box where Xhaka's put the challenge in. But I think it's the way he goes down makes the referee be like, nah, there's nothing in there. And I think as well, particularly... Uh, Right, I have a controversial opinion that I actually do quite like Granite Jacker. Okay, um, okay. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you why. All right. If you look <laughs> at how that man, <laughs> if you look at how that man plays for Switzerland, he is clearly a very able, very technical player. Okay. Yeah. He channels is in a bloody perlo when he's playing at international <laughs> level. You know, I don't know what he was doing in the US. He's clearly a very capable player. Mm. He clearly, despite all the crap he's had from us Arsenal fans, some of it deserved. Yeah. And some of it not. Yeah. yeah. He's always cracked on and just got the job done. I mean, yes, there was the horrible incident where he told everyone to F off and, and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, yeah. But he he came to the league with a bit of a reputation for being a bit tough. I, I do think there are certain things he gets booked for. And if it was a different player, the yeah. booking wouldn't stand. I do think, and I think some players like Hoiberg did say, little clip from Jack, let me go down because he's got a reputation for yeah, being a bit yeah. of a dirty player. Okay. See, but his I, heart I is that. always in it. And he always gives 110% for this team, no matter how much abuse he gets. Mm. He's a workhorse, and I will always respect him for that because there are a lot of other players who'd be like, do you know what, sod you lot, I'm not, I'm not here for your abuse. I'm not. I get But that. he still trains. I think he still I think gives my, everything. Where, where I don't think he's the best player. Oh, no, no, for sure. But where I differ with Xhaka, I feel like, um, I feel, I, I think he's technically good. I think if he was in a team where he's only asked to do one thing, thing. then I think he would shine. Really well. Yeah. And I think we, over the yeah. years, we managers, it's almost like, okay, be our deep city midfielder where we want you to make the tackles, but we also want you to progress the ball and we also want you to find the final pass. And he can't, he, he kind of like loses it and then he's trying to overcompensate for not being yeah, able 100%. to do all of the jobs. So I, yeah. I don't doubt his heart is ever in like the right place or anything like that. I just think in a system where you need to be more flexible, I, I think more often than not, some yeah. of his weaknesses or, or, or like, they you know, shortcomings show up a little bit. But in terms of, in terms of, his commitment, and I'm talking from a standpoint of never being injured, always ready to be selected whenever the manager needs. Like no, just like, going literally to going mouth off when he doesn't get selected and things like that. You know, yeah, he he he's there. He's there for that for sure. And so Arteta definitely sees something in him because mm. he's continued to blame. When the when the Roma offer came in, I thought 18 million is that it? I'm sorry, he's definitely worth more than that, yeah. especially after his Euros performance. But then. I think Syria would really suit him. Oh, totally. Because totally. it's just a little bit slower than the Prem. It's still quite a physically defensive league, mm-hmm. which he likes. And he would have exactly what you said he needs. He would have one job. Yeah. He would yeah, have one yeah. job and he would be really, really good at it. And I know exactly why Mourinho was mm. eyeing him up because he oh, knows. Oh, yeah, for same. sure. He knows, yeah. And, knows. and I'm the same. When that offer came in, I was a bit <laughs> I was like, okay. It's a chance now for us to finally move on our midfield and do something totally new and fresh and just, you know, just breathe some new life into it. But at the same time, it was like, okay, is 
isn't quite on the money like you're trying to just rob us here because <laughs> because of the times that we're in. You're trying to pull a fast one and get and get a decent player off the back of a decent Euros as well. Like he he had one really of his best year. competitions. He had a great tournament. Great yeah. tournament. But he the thing is as well, Jack is not the best player, but he is an important player. Mm. And I would argue who replaces him in that role. Because until you've got someone better than that, it's pointless selling. Yeah, yeah. It's well, pointless selling than hoping you'll get someone that's Yeah. It's it's complicated, I mean, isn't it? I was hoping out for Basuma. I was hoping out for Basuma, to be honest. Like when when the rumor came in, I was like, okay, if we sell him, get Basuma. But then I think (laughs) African Cup of Nations kind of like made them rethink, okay, well, we're going to have no midfield in January. (laughs) Like, what are we going to do? Yes. (laughs) Who's going? Abamyang will go. Abamyang, Party will go. go. Um, Um. I know. I think um, Sambi isn't Sambi Belgian. I think he might be. Oh, he is. Am I Belgian? Yeah. Am I thinking of Um, Tavares? Pepe Pepe will go. Pepe, yes, yes, he will. He's Ivory Coast. Um, And those um, are some quite significant players. Yeah, some big players. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) some big big (laughs) players. And like Liverpool, who will lose both Salah and Mane. Oh man, yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah, but they got Jota and Bobby Bobby F up front. They'll be fine. <laughs> Bobby Bobby and his teeth will be fine up front. It'll be all right. I also oh, am not happy yeah. about Jurgen Klopp no longer wearing his glasses. I can't get on board with it. It's, it's no. upsetting me. Yeah, it is a bit weird, isn't it? But he's yeah. going through his whole makeover. First goes the teeth, then the eyes, and like you're, yeah, he went to Bobby's bamboo. dentist. You can yeah. tell it's like day glow. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. But yeah, oh, no. Yeah, on the yeah. whole, man, I'm thrilled. Like this is this weekend. Yeah. Like the results from yesterday, I was just like, oh man, please just keep this going, keep this vibe going because it's just fantastic. And then today, man, what can I say? I was buzzing. I, I don't. Absolutely yeah, buzzing. I don't think anything <laughs> made my day more than Man United losing. Yeah, <laughs> Fernandez spooning a penalty. I was like, oh god, <laughs> yeah. Even if we lose tomorrow, this is still a great weekend of sport. Like, um. It yeah, was awesome. yeah, I'm, I'm, it was awesome. With Ronaldo I'm, just standing right behind him, like, dude, like, <laughs> seriously. Like, just let me take him, please. Even had, um, goes, you had yeah. Mar- Mar- what was his name? Martinez telling, telling him, oh, no, let Ronaldo take it. I'm ready for him to do <laughs> You know what? I love Martinez. And I understand why awesome. we had to let him go. I, yeah. he's, he's got some right, he's a Character, right wind-up merchant. Isn't yeah, yeah, He'll yeah. be there in goal. I think he was doing it in the um, the South American, got the Cup of America. Oh, yeah. And yeah, he, yeah. Was like, he was going, yeah, I know which way you're going. You're going to go left. All right, come on then. Come on then. Like proper winding people up. I was like, that's an Arsenal man right there. It's awesome. Yeah. You can't beat that, man. You can't. He's but, big as well. He's yeah, huge. No, he it is. was the goal. He's a huge presence. Huge presence, and he's done well since he's gone there. Uh, much to uh, some of Arsenal fans' annoyance, but I don't, I don't begrudge him that. Like he's with the club for so long, he needed to move on, and we, we, we decided to, get the to money throw our eggs in one bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we decided to make that call to stick by Leno, which I'm imagining not everyone's fully happy or on board with, but. I don't know. It's, it, Leno's a weird one because I'm for me, he's not in the bin. I know for a lot of people, he's like, <laughs> oh, we need to move on. But for me, it's like um, there's there's times where I think his um, his distribution just needs to be quicker. I don't even think he makes the wrong decisions a lot of the time. I just think it just needs to be quicker. 
like Martinez's just... distribution was excellent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think with Leno as well, I do feel for him because, like I, I kind of said earlier, we we had how long has he been in the club? Three years, three, four years, three years. Yeah. And that man has never had a stable back line in front of him. Yeah, that's true. It was a three. It was a <laughs> four. It was true. a five. It was a four. It was a three. It was. Chambers and then holding all of a sudden that right back like yeah. that man never had a, it wasn't like David Seaman where occasionally you get Keown or Bold switching all around yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it was never a solid back line and, and yeah, there true. is only so much you can do as a keeper under those circumstances it's so true. I do feel for him and then I when he did start to get into a rhythm and uh, Keown Tierney gets injured and then Xhaka's playing left back and you're like oh Jesus what? no one needs that today. <laughs> He wasn't that bad. It, was, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad, actually. <laughs> but it's just, we didn't need that. I, I think as well, like with Leno, he got injured, not last season, at the back end of the season before, wasn't it? When we won the FA Cup. Yeah. Um, and he just hasn't quite looked the same since he's come back from that mm. injury. It reminds yeah. me, do you remember when we first got Mustafi? I know, yeah. dirty word. But yeah. for the first season, he was incredible, wasn't he? He played 20 games on the bounce and we didn't yeah. lose one got that and back then, injury and came back and was just it was like a completely different yeah. player it was like who are you you're not you're not the world cup winner that we signed like yeah i mean no. leno's hasn't been quite as extreme but i do think he's not been the same no since no, that no. injury bellerin's another one actually since the last Bellerin, big injury that's, it's just that's not kind of quite been the same kind of hurts me the most because bellerin was like at that stage he was like literally killing it every game week in week out and then he gets the injury and he's out for so long and when he came back I think me more than most, I gave him like the grace. I gave him so much time because I'm just like, at the end of the day, I know what you've gone through and you was doing it for oh, us. Yeah. So you can't really, you can't just forget all of that. And up to this day, like there's games where I, like he has a bad game, but I still know he's a decent player in there. He's just, it's just affected him. You can see the the injuries just taking away a bit of his um confidence and a bit like, that of fear of getting getting play. he's had a couple of big ones, hasn't he? Yeah. Mm. He's had a couple, not just the one. He's he's had the cruciate. Or did he have that twice? But he's I definitely think he had, had a, a couple. And... I think he had it and then he had a setback <laughs> after after he came back shortly after. Yeah, and it's that that is gonna throw you a bit. I think, mm. you know, your confidence. And like Kieran Tierney, he's not scared of anything. He's like, Yeah, the way I play, I am oh, gonna yeah, get injured. No. It is what it is. <laughs> it's like... all or nothing with that guy. <laughs> Love him. He's great. He's absolutely mad. Yeah. Like, have no. you seen all this, the stuff of him with the Green Brigade, the Celtic and stuff? No, <laughs> Just no. like in the crowd with a megaphone. He's, yeah, probably. Oh, really? I like He's it. on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love it. Absolutely. And look it up for next time. We'll do some screenshots for everyone they can see. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll check that out. Yeah. Check, I'll check that yeah. out. But, um, yeah, but yes. Good, second good half, weekend, second good half game. was, yeah, second half was kind of, it was kind of just like, seeing at the game wasn't it? it was just game management they got yep. their goal um but again it's just like at that stage we weren't really we weren't really trying to push on and score any more goals it was just like to see us that way in a comfortable yeah. position yeah so why, you... why run yourselves out getting absolutely exhausted when your game's done yeah 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 for sure do you think arteta got it spot on then for this one yeah 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 he did he, i did look at it and i thought I was a bit like, oh, it's a shame Pepe's not playing, but I understand why. I think he could not have put out a better first eleven. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think tactically he got it right. I think his, I don't know whether it's his game management or his communicating it better to the players. Mm. That seems well, to be seems working. To have had, he seems to 
seems to have turned into like a philosopher of like the last couple of weeks because he's turned into like this profound kind of new lease on life kind of guy. Like he's he's it's become Eric Cantona is what he's done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this how I see see hope and shininess and stuff. Yeah. It's like, I don't uh, know if that... Do you think he started doing yoga or something? Like, something like that? <laughs> Maybe, or he's got, like, I don't know, got a new pet or something. Something's changed in his life. He's got a new pet. He's got... <laughs> the, the club dog. Yeah. yeah. He's, good. He's, he's, yeah. he's doing something, but it's working, so I'm not knocking it. Man. Keep keep it going. Yeah. I, I think when you see some managers that absolutely vilify their players in public, no, not naming any names, Jose Mourinho, um, <laughs> you know, it doesn't, it doesn't, he's seen that not work. Yeah. And a, a few people have criticised him as being not a very good man manager, but I would argue otherwise. Because he has yeah. shown, if you, if you, because let's be honest, we know Aubameyang's had a few discipline problems. He had him at Borussia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, yeah. he had what? Dortmund guy. I don't know why I call him Borussia. Everyone else calls him Dortmund, but there you go. Um, you know, and you know, once or twice been late to training and been benched. And everyone's like, yeah. he can't He can actually. He, Arteta's yeah, expectations no, he are clear, and think, he's not I think afraid. A lot of people it, think so. that he burns players a bit too, like the players that are not in his tight circle. He's quick to burn them, but I don't like like in terms of some of the young players. But I don't see it that way. I like some people felt that way with Martinelli and Balogun and stuff. And Saliba is another one. But the way I look at it is, those are three young players who are tied down to contracts who are going to be with us for a good couple of years at least. So there's no rush. Why am I going to put this guy in week in, week out, kill his confidence off, and then, what, in a, in a year's time, he's going to be in the mud and he's not worth anything and he's not going to be doing yeah. anything for us or anyone else? Like, Interesting you mentioned that because a lot of people talked about the Martinelli thing, but I think he I think he does have quite a good relationship with Martinelli. Mm. Martinelli's very positive about Arteta. The Balogun thing was a bit weird because he'd gone from not having a first team contract and still being on a youth contract to demanding actually quite a lot of money. Yeah. Quite yeah, quickly. Yeah. Um <coughs> who's the other one you mentioned? Uh Saliba. So, something else is going on there that isn't right. It is, isn't it? Some, there's something behind the scenes we don't know about that. Well, I because think initially, I think initially, but then I'm looking at it now like, okay, when he when he comes back at the end of this season, what, he has two years left? Will he come back? Will he come back? I think, I think for the age, because he's still going to be, what, 20, 21 yeah. or something like that. That's yeah. still, like, you look at how Ben White and Gabriel are playing. At the a year age. or two older. Yeah, and it's like I wouldn't want any more from them or any more pressure heaped on them. So for Saliba to come in and be be a number one, like centre back at this age, I think would be pushing it a bit much. But then mm. I think the contract stuff and all the stuff that's going on behind the scenes is dodgy. In terms, there was of- a weird thing involving an explicit video in a changing room. I don't oh, know yeah. all the details of it. I skimmed over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I think I think Listen, there's a little bit there. more. Yeah. I think there's definitely something more to the Saliba situation. That, I just think he's, I think he's far too young to come in and be expecting to play week in week out in the Premier League. Like I don't think he's ready. I think that Arteta first come in and looked yeah. at him and was just like, "No you know way am I risking my managerial hat on on you." Mm-hmm. A 20, 20 year, 19, 20 year old boy, like you're not ready yet. He's not. 
Yeah. Yeah. But I think a lot of fans then took it as, okay, well, you spent all the money on playing. But it's like, but what's that going to do for the the guy? Emery did. And what's that going to do for him? What's that going to do for Saliba? It's just going to kill him. It's going to destroy his confidence. Yeah. So I don't know. He's had a few injuries and stuff, hasn't he? Yeah. I don't think that Arteta is one to, um, to. I don't think he's that bad at man management. I think, I think he he's um, <coughs> his point of his managerial kind of, I don't know, array of skills is his in-game management. I think if things are going bad, he doesn't make the subs. Even this game, although we were winning three nil at the time, I think we could have made subs a lot earlier in that second half. I could see legs were getting tired, and we waited until the goal and like, like 10 minutes to go before we made the changes. But I think he could have made the changes earlier. It didn't, it didn't yeah, affect do, the game. But I do wonder if this is him responding to a lot of people, myself included, have said over the, kind of the last year or two that he needs to pick his first 11 and stick with it. And I think he, I think he kind of knows who his first 11 are now. And I think he wants mm. to give them as much game time together as possible and mm. get them as... 90 minute match fit as he can because like, yeah. I'll be honest I'm still concerned that Party's not 90 minutes fit is, Torreira yeah. always struggled with 90 minutes fitness yeah. and like, is it to do with that role and how we expect that player to play mm. um, so I do wonder if he thought actually uh, if it ain't broke don't fix it let them just carry on enjoying yeah, the game yeah. together but which that probably could goes be back it. to your point with with uh, Xhaka he would generally play 90 minutes in that position and then you know, get some stick for doing the one or two things. Like he would do one thing towards the last ten minutes of a game and be remembered. A as, bit tired, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolute calamitous. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah it's, maybe it's there's something in there. Yeah. Yeah, and I but, think it is good that we've got options down, particularly down the wings. Saka, Smith Rowe, and Pepe moving them in and out. You know, cause yeah. We've got to remember Saka's still young, and if we overplay him, and what will mm-hmm. happen to him is what happened to Michael Owen. He'll be injury riddled and mm. run into the ground far too early, and we need to manage that as a club. Yeah. But we know he's seen... a little bit injury prone, isn't he? You know? Yeah, and you've seen like teams go into both of them like in recent weeks, like leaving their marks on both Smith Rowe and Saka just to kind of see how they cope Rough a bit, up. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, um, so I think. Yeah, it'd be, be interesting to see if he sticks with this 11. Who's got Brighton next, next, next Saturday? Uh, yeah, yeah, Brighton. Brighton, who might go top of the table if they beat Palace. <laughs> That's nuts. What world are we that living is, in? That is nuts. <laughs> what but what I am enjoying is the whole week that we have to prepare for these games. Like, <laughs> I think I that's think... showing in the, in, the, in the 90 minutes that we're watching. Yep. 100%. I think a, a season of no European football is not the end of the world. We can focus on that. And you know, I'll get shot down by a lot of people. I don't care if we win the League Cup, we win the League Cup. It's a bit of silverware and it gets the momentum going. And I think yeah. a lot of managers like Pochettino were too, too quick to write off the cups and ended up with nothing. Yes. Yeah, Actually, Pep takes that cup really seriously. Jose Mourinho used to take yeah. that cup really seriously. I'd, I'd take the League Cup. Yeah. Well, yeah. the FA Cup, it's route into Europe. And then, you know, I, but I think the whole week to prepare between games is not a bad thing at all. Mm, yeah, not sure. at all. I mean, revenue-wise for the club, obviously not great. But, you know, we need to remember Arsenal's one of the few clubs that aren't rid of stupid amounts of debt as well. Mm, they say yeah. they can't, but actually they can afford they a year can. of no European football. Yeah, they of course can. they can. So. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, that's that's the game. That's the game, man. Um and I'm gonna take these high spirits all the way through the week. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm, I might even rewatch. <coughs> I might even rewatch it. It's, 
I don't normally stay up this late on a Sunday, but I'm going to watch Match of the Day. Yeah, it's going to yeah. happen. <laughs> yeah, man. Very has to, has to. Well, yeah, that's it. Um, and yeah, we'll we'll join 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 me again, and we'll discuss next week's game or the weeks after, and yeah, take it from there. See yeah. how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah when right. we uh, beat the top of the league team next week. Yeah, of course. We'll of talk course. about that. <laughs> and then our race to top four is shaping up nicely, eh? <laughs> well, listen, Tottenham were top of the league when we were bottom, and now we've just jumped them. So that's true. That is true. Yeah. All right. Sweet. No. All right. All right, guys. And yeah, we'll join you again. Join you again next week. Same time. Peace. Bye. Bye.